Welcome, welcome, welcome to Wade's World Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Wade Riley, two-time champion, of course, uh, alongside our very own stat boy, Danny Hudson, uh, also two-time champion. Danny, how are you doing? Uh, well, I'm not feeling like a three-time champion, but uh, but I made it to the playoffs, bro. You made it, and you know what they say. <laughs> Just got to make it to the playoffs, bro. Just got to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm feeling pretty confident that this will be the last show of the year. I think uh, I think I think Scott's going to wipe the floor with me. <laughs> but you know what they also say? Anything That's can happen. Why they play the game? Oh, who says that? It was a coach. Oh, like Vince Lombardi? No, no, much earlier than that. Oh, so, uh, Bear Bryant. No, no. Those are the only two old coaches I can name. It could have been Herm. Herm? He just went by Herm? Huh? He just went by Herm? You know him. Herm? Herm Edwards? Yeah, you know Herm. Isn't he a new guy, newer coach than Bear Bryant and, and Vince Lombardi? I said that. I said he's much more our age. Oh, I thought you like said. I thought you said time. older. Oh, no, no, no. I wouldn't know. Shows you. Anyone. Shows you. It shows you how much I'm pumped up for this. <laughs> yeah, you need to get. I get, I'm not vibing your energy. I know, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta get. I gotta get pepped up. You know what? You know what? You, it's almost like you dealt with like a four year old all uh, day. <laughs> all day. it's always always like i'm feeling that like just almost like when i texted you yesterday and was like i am just not feeling it (laughs) right right a lot to do with my children yeah and everyone everyone who's listening that actually has kids go yeah no i feel i know i understand (laughs) so it's it's tough to line up uh, the both of us up Uh uh-huh exactly Whereas like uh, you know Buckley and Buckley and Fong are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, the only issues Fong has is just you know working seven you know twenty six right. hours out of twenty four yeah. hours. He just yeah. has to babysit you know a bunch of four year olds at work you know seventy hours a week. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's you a... you tell us about your your where you're at right now while I'm gonna go pour a drink. Okay. Yeah. No. Coming live uh, here from. Catabba Farms. I'm not saying that correctly, but New North Carolina, Danny, uh, uh, in a in a great farm. Right, it's a winery and a brewery, um, and we are staying in between their vineyard and their uh, horse pasture. So pretty, pretty good stuff. Drinking a tangerine beer. Uh, this evening. Wade, what happened? Did I lose you? Yeah, no, we need to cut all of that. <laughs> maybe, maybe really? I'll let, maybe I'll let that I sit really, there. I need you on the other end of the line to just <laughs> to, knowing to, that you're there to keep like, to keep going to the next thing. 
I just need, I need so that it's an actual conversation compared to what I just did. <laughs> you don't like to like do a, a, you don't like to do a monologue? No, no, no. So I'll just redo it and you just cut the first one. <laughs> no, I'm going to, I'm going to let that one sit out there. You're, it's not like you're going to listen to it anyway. That's true. Um, well, here, so, uh, so what are you thinking? Re- review, uh, review our matchups from, from last week, uh, the, the six and six guys and how that played out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing. We start there, then move into obviously this week, the first week of the playoffs, um, and then even carry on from those predictions what we think might happen uh, the following week. So yeah, that sounds I, good. I think, I think that's where we'll, we'll we'll jump off. I think first lining up the standings though uh, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Um, the final the final standings. Yeah. All yeah, right. The top six, basically. Yeah, the ones. That, uh, so the playoffs. So the playoffs look like this. We had Washington Moonshiners in first at ten and three. Second mm-hmm. place was Papa Fong P Squared Super Team at nine and four. Third place was the Short Bus All Stars at eight and five. Fourth mm-hmm. place was Jacksonville Crackers at seven and six. Fifth place was Juju. Know what I'm talking about at seven and six as well. And then pulling up the rear, the old six and seven is. Is the Untouchables at six and seven, and I think I lost four out of the last five weeks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, tough to end tough the to end the season. You were lucky to get in there at six and seven, but definitely predicted you to be in there from a few weeks ago where you were sitting. Yeah. Um. So definitely a struggle. Yeah. But you made it. Uh. You know. We talk a lot on the podcast about this. We talk about points for, points against. Um, you know, you're you're well ahead, almost a hundred points ahead, points for four than Jacksonville Crackers sitting at fourth place. Um, and indeed, you're over a hundred points, hundred and six points, in fact, uh, on points against. Um, than Jacksonville Crackers again sitting at fourth place. So yep. you know, that's where it really gets dicey. And even though you're sitting in the sixth seed, um, you're in a really good spot from points for, you know, from looking at this of, of being able to do some damage here, except you're facing a pretty talented team going into this week. I, I would if I were you, I would have preferred um, anyone else. Actually, <laughs> you know, if you would have won last week playing Jacksonville Crackers. Yeah, it would have been. Um, it would no. Well, I think it would have actually been Juju. Oh, it would have been Juju. Okay, I think so because I would have been fourth. Uh, no, I take that back. You're right. It would have been Jacksonville Crackers because Crackers. Okay. Yeah, because Crackers would have finished ahead. You oh, Juju would have switched. Basically. Yeah, 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 and and so I that would have been a, a unfortunately for you that would have been a much 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 better. Uh, well, position. we say that, and looking at it right now, somehow Mr. Adam Crouch uh, is playing the Rams defense as well as Cam Akers, which I guess Adam knew that this was going to be the week that that Akers decided to wake up. And uh, and he it's not even halftime yet, and he's already at ten and a half points. So yeah, no, and the and the Rams defense is already at fifteen. You wouldn't have thought that. You no, absolutely. That. Yeah. So I'm just kind of giving it to you pre pre game, but right. yeah, 
So that's our six we're dealing with right now. We had a lot of good fun last week talking about the top or talking about, you know, we had four teams at six and six and, and they were playing each other. Yep. And one at five and seven who did have an outside shot. Right. Right. Of course, and it definitely looks like he blew his wad the four weeks before because I'm pretty sure his 53 and a half points was just about the lowest of anyone on the season. <laughs> In, in correct me if I'm wrong, but lowest uh, is is up there, lowest of all time. You know. Yeah, I think we had a. I think we have a few that were in the in the in the mid to like high 40s. Yeah, like it was like 48. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but close, close to that for such a critical week. Yeah. And I did make note of that. He, you know, we talked about it last week. We talked about his outside chance. If you lost, which you did, by a point or a point and a half. That if TWA won, he would he would have a chance if he could score, and I did the math here ahead of time twenty one and a half points more than you did. Right. Um, yep. He put up fifty three points. So <laughs> he didn't stand a chance. We knew that he wouldn't real like being able to beat Washington Moonshiners, you know, in this week. Um, was Washington Moonshiners being the top team in our league. We knew that that was an outside shot to begin with. He was going to put up, he had to put up a crazy number. Washington Moonshiners was going to kind of have to stumble. Um, that Those things absolutely didn't happen. Yeah, he, he did not stumble. No, and, and Washington Moonshiners putting up 124 and a half points. Incredible job by uh, the best team in the league. Uh, we've been frightened by him week in, week out. Uh, it will be interesting to see if he wins. Um, you know, we've talked a little bit about that. That will be uh, the end of the podcast. Uh, yeah, as we know it. So everybody might actually be cheering for Jack. <laughs> <laughs> for what their life uh, in this league? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be that would be interesting. So, hey, um, it'll save me. A, it'll save me like eighty bucks a year. So I won't. I won't necessarily complain about that. You know, and a ton of time. And and all the time. Yeah, exactly. Those nights where I'm editing audio or whatever, and it's eleven thirty, and I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> well, it's, it's good fun. It is. It is fun. It is fun, and it's good experience too. It it helps make me it makes me a better podcaster. Yeah. Although the other podcast I do, I'm not usually you know several drinks deep when I do it, so it's a little different. Well, that is why this one is more fun than that. It is. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so that was the outside shot we just kind of reviewed. It didn't happen. We all know that. So the four teams. That were playing last week. Jackson, Jacksonville Crackers was playing Eckler. I hardly know her. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure. I think that's Mark's team. <laughs> it's another fucking name. It um, is. It is Mark. We'll go with that. And then Judy, you know what I'm talking about? Of course, versus the Untouchables, our very own Danny Hudson. Um, so. First, Jacksonville Crackers versus Eckler, Mark's team. Uh, Jacksonville Crackers took it down, eliminating Mark's opportunity to make the playoffs. Mark, uh, Mark's team did a pretty, 
pretty good job, if I must say, on putting up some numbers. Yeah, I believe that was his highest score of the, of the season. Was it really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so 118 points, you know, phenomenal, not a guaranteed victory victory there, but, you know, a solid number where you think you'd have a, a, a great opportunity. Jacksonville Crackers puts up 127 points. So Jacksonville Crackers, you know, we talked about, you know, that, that was last week. We talked about them already halfway through uh, the Thursday night game tonight, putting up some big numbers here. You know, what do they say? Just get hot going into the playoffs. Yep. Get hot going into the playoffs. Yeah, I, I mean, I take a look at Jacksonville. We talk about consistency with for the last two years. Uh, with Jacksonville Crackers and and uh, you know, but if you get hot going in the playoffs and you can be run that gamut there for three weeks, yeah, that's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. So um, it will be interesting to see. Uh, you know, not surprising. I don't remember what the prediction was, Danny, um, or if we did one last week on that game. I think we did, but I don't remember what we what we landed on, um, but Jacksonville Crackers pulled it off. Yeah, I mean, I, I still think he's one of the more dangerous teams in the league. I mean, he's 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 pulling he's pulling off wins, and for the record, too, that was actually Mark's second highest score. He did have one where he was in the 120s, but it was uh, it was the second highest. But uh, Well, we, and we've talked about that with Mark's team, that somehow points for, points against, it's lined up for him to get a good, uh, a decent um, record, but they're not impressive numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's not shocking that 120 there about is his high score. Yeah. And, and, and Crotch has done a really good job as far as, God, and I hate to say this, but when we talk about management, he's done a really good job as far as management goes. Like he's... He's, you know, he lost McCaffrey, right? Which was, you know, I mean, yeah. he hasn't lost him, but McCaffrey's only played, I think, four or so games this year. Right. Um, you know, and he picked up and he, and he drafted Jonathan Taylor, who hasn't really done all that well. Um, you know, and, and so it, he's he's had his guys, you know, you know, flop around and get hurt and experience the same kind of growing pains and injuries oh, but everyone, and, and everyone has right and and he's and he's managed to put himself now in the position where he's in the playoffs with with you know arguably the you know the top producing wide receiver in the league with Devonte adams and arguably the rookie of the year and justin jefferson and he's and he's running Taysom Hill out there, who's also managing. So he's he's managed to put together a squad that, despite the fact that they're seven and six, he still has a, sh- a chance to win this thing. Oh, for sure. And we've seen it happen multiple times in this league. I know, seven, and I hate to say six, it. Six and seven, you know, winning, winning the whole thing. Jonathan Taylor, by the way, has averaged twelve point one points. Uh, again, the issue you run into with him, I think, is what we're talking, what we've consistently talked about is consistency. And later in the year, he was god-awful. Yeah. Uh, but well, and they and they have a bit of a committee in Indy, right? So so Hines right. might go off. I mean, and, and Taylor wouldn't, and he fades away. And so 
He's a hard start, uh, but when when Crotch has started him, he's done well, and when he's benched him, you know, I mean, he's made good management decisions. Much better than me benching Melvin Gordon last week. <laughs> I did the same in another league. I know we're not supposed to talk about it, but I did the same in another league, and it was... It was dreadful. Yeah, that was that was definitely a mistake. <laughs> in fact, I had to have I had to have Morgan in my other league set my other league up, and I told her, "Oh no, bench Gordon, put in uh, I can't remember who we put in, but it was a starter uh, running back, and I put in." I looked at him like, "Oh, that was that's a ten point difference." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, I was like, I'll give I'll give Hunt one more week. And then when I watched him throw up five points, I'm like, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah. And that was a tough one. Yeah, that was a, that was, that's a tough one. Yeah. That type of management call, there's a luck in there. Yeah. You know, and, and, and um, Crouch has had it uh, a little bit there, but he's, all, you know, he, with that, there's, there's, uh, there's skill involved too. So yeah. Yeah. I think there's, it goes, it's, it's, a, it, it's an equally split there. Um, I no, would say, he, and I would say, done. probably other than Scott, he probably is more knowledgeable than about most of these guys than uh, than anybody else. I'd I'd say if I had to put football knowledge in order, it'd probably go Scott, Adam, and then Buckley would probably be third. Which is interesting because Buck, Buckley is is uh, not in the playoffs, um, <laughs> right? And and uh, I know that that's been talked about in our group chat and our group text uh, that that he's extremely knowledgeable. Haven't you know really uh, tested that myself. So I'm, I'm speaking going off of other ones' opinions of all people that I do respect. And obviously, we know Buckley's a, a we're, we're a big fan of Buckley. Uh, Mark on, said on he podcast. just he just drinks too much. That's that's coming from Mark Mark Adams Abrams. Mark. I know, and it, you, you, did you remember when he su- said that I shut that shit down? That? I think Buckley also did too. I think Buckley uh, also did. Yeah, that. I think outside of like Orlando City games and whatever else, he's like, I basically just do it on the weekends, and I'm like, man, that's all right. I guess, uh, I guess he's getting old like the rest of us. Yeah, no, 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 he, everyone shut that down. Um, yeah, so that, that's an interesting. That's an interesting lineup you have there between you know Scott, uh, Crouch, and, and Buckley. I I thought I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of thought Jack has always at least pretended pretty well to know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's a faker. Um, he's he's smoking mirrors. But but Fong, you know, the only the reason I say I put Fong in there too. Obviously, he's done extremely well this year. But Fong has started to share a little bit more about his gambling, his betting on football. And I thought you were going to say his addictions. No. <laughs> on football, where like where he's done, he, you know, of course you only share your big win, right? <laughs> right, I mean, right. Shared a lot, a big loss there once or twice, but overall, it, it was in most of his sharing has been his wins. You know, and, and to do that, you, to even feel confident in that, you got to know what you're talking about. So, I, I, I would be interesting. You know, I don't talk to Fong very often, but it would be interesting. He might be a pretty knowledgeable guy on this stuff. Well, I um, wouldn't. Too. I wouldn't challenge him on his San Francisco 49ers knowledge. 
Yeah, there, there. I think he's tops. I would definitely put me at the bottom. I'm probably, I'm probably ten. Uh, and then I'm I easily three. You? Yeah. No way. Oh yeah. No way. Yeah. No way. We're gonna we're gonna have to figure out how to how to we're gonna figure out a way to test that. Okay, I'll tell you how to test it. How how much I want to know how I'm how many going back to this, but let me tell you how to test it. Points four. No, 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 no. I'm talking about. I, I'm not. Points, yeah. We are not talking about. We are not talking about your points for and your points against again. And this is the last show of the year. We are not having that conversation again. <laughs> I will delete this whole show. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Uh, all right. So you're saying that that is not a good measurement. No, that is I'm that is not a good measurement of, of football knowledge. Seems like I knew what I was doing. No, you didn't. You did not know. I wouldn't even well, I would not even last year where we had people coming on as guests. Going through all my management errors, um, if you would have played this guy or played that guy, you would have been your record would have been instead of three and whatever would have been six or whatever. You would have made the playoffs. That's yeah. exactly what I mean. Um, that that was a that was an error of all errors. But this year, I would say my knowledge has been towards showing. Well, 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 whatever you will, we'll just say we'll agree to disagree on that one. All right. So let's see here. So looking at, so looking at this week, yeah, uh, we've got, we've so only, we, so the, so the two buys, you know, like we talked about earlier with the standings was mm-hmm. Washington Moonshiners and P squared Papa Fong super team. Yeah. Um, and so this week, the the two games are myself versus Short Bus All Stars, and then Juju and Jacksonville Crackers. And then there's a consolation games, but I don't think we're even going to talk about those. Don't need to, no. So yeah, I think running through this one, we can start with um, let's start with the uh, the Untouchables versus Short Bus All Stars. You know, from a projected score stance here, it's it's close. Um, we're sitting, you're sitting at 101.8 points for the Untouchables, uh, comparatively to Short Bus All Stars at 104.4. I think that's, I think that's generous to keep it that close. I think if you would have asked me, Danny, to, you know, project what that would be, Short Buzz All-Stars has been such a solid team this whole year. Um, I, I would almost have given you maybe, a, I would say, a 10% chance of winning this game. I think if you're three points shy of the prediction, that's a little bit generous. Um, what do you, how do you feel about all of this? I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see it being within double digits, to be honest. I mean the the only you don't you rephrase that so you don't see it being as like, it, you think it he'll beat you by double digits correct yeah yeah okay you think he'll beat you by double yeah, right that's kind of what I was saying yeah okay I mean he he has he has guys on his team 
that can really blow up and have huge days. Like we saw last time I played him, right? Dalvin Cook got 50 Almost points. every week. You yeah. know, um, the, the one advantage I think I might have that, that could help me out a little bit is if, uh, if Josh Jacobs doesn't play. Um, I know he's got Devontae Booker in the lineup right now. I don't think Devontae Booker is that good. Um, but the rest of his team essentially kind of makes up for that, right? I mean, he's got the best kicker in the league in coup. Uh, he's got DK Metcalf who can put up 40 points. And, you know, Robinson's going to get you probably 15. And then he's got Cook who can get you anywhere from 20 to 50. Oh. Yeah. And then he's got Josh Allen who can who can throw for – 350 yards and four touchdowns. So, I mean, he's got like four guys on his team that could easily put up, you know, much higher than their projected numbers. Where I've got, you know, a Kamara who's got Taysom Hill at quarterback, which basically eliminates his passing ability, you know, his receiving ability. Um, I mean, if, if I'm going to win, I'm going to need... Deontay Johnson to really blow up and the only reason I say that is because I've got Roethlisberger too and so if by chance Johnson gets like 120 yards and two touchdowns then I think that that would also mean that Roethlisberger would have a huge day and so if if those guys end up getting me like you know 45 50 points then I think I've got an okay shot but other than that I mean I don't I don't see it happening. That's a good point, though. Um, Fong has made a living on that. Right. The stack. You know, yeah, yeah. So so that's a good point. I don't think we're seeing, you're going to see the consistency that um, Seattle does that for Fong, that, that you'll see Pittsburgh do that. Um, but uh, that's where a little bit of luck. That's where these, you know, six and seven, seven and six teams can win the, you know, win the whole thing. So it's not surprising that you got to count on something. Yeah, like yeah, you know? and I mean, what is that? Like two of two of my three, my two of my top three picks have basically been on the bench all year, you know, all year with Mixon and Galladay, and I can't, I can't play them. You know, even if Galladay happens to come back this week, I can't start him, you know. So, like, two two of my big playmakers have basically been, you know, unplayable for the for basically the entire season. And so, you know, those guys that, like, like we talked about with your Cook and your DK Metcalf, your guys that you're like, all right, they could blow up for 40 points. I mean, at this point, I don't really have anybody on my team you know, that, that can do that. So if, if I can keep it within single digits, I think that's pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, but a loss is a loss here in the mm-hmm. playoffs. So yeah, so losing your out. Playing, yeah. We're not playing for points four anymore. Um, <laughs> oh my God. It, it, uh, <laughs> it, just slip that in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is, uh, it, it's all or nothing. So, yeah, unfortunately, I agree with you, uh, but I, I think your hopes there, um, you said them correctly. You know, if you can stack it like you do you know, with Roethlisberger and the, the wide receiver, you know, Johnson, then that'll work out tremendously. What you yeah. what would be, what would be unfortunate, though, if it was more so favored to Roethlisberger and, and Schuster. 
Um, yeah. Being that short bus all starts yeah. has him. That kind of canceled. I, I mean, Juju doesn't seem to have been like once Antonio Brown left, everyone was kind of yeah. like, all right, now's the time that Juju's going to step in and he's going to be kind of the new guy. I know he's not the same type of player as Antonio Brown, right, um, right. but I, I haven't seen the evidence that would make me think now, now obviously Juju can get a, a 60 yard touchdown. Um, right. But I don't, I don't see him being this, having the stat line like Johnson has had, where it's going to be, you know, ten catches for eighty yards and a touchdown. You no, know, I it's mean, it's the, real the feast best, or famine, I think, with him. Yeah, his, his best show this year, um, besides the first week where he scored two touchdowns, but only scored less than seventy yards. His best show was. Six receptions, 93 yards, and one touchdown for 15 points. So that's a good good point there. You just, when they're in the red zone, you're not, clearly you're rooting for a touchdown that does not go to Juju. Um, right, right. Yeah. Know, but, I mean, and even right. then, it's. He's not, he's not an overwhelming threat there. Right, yeah. Now, I, now I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the other matchup, and I'm like, man, if I could have played Juju this week, that would have made me feel a lot better. Because <laughs> his right. team is his team is in trouble this week. Oh, okay, okay, yes. All right. So then, what are we at now? We have the Jacksonville Crackers versus. Uh, speaking of Juju, you know what I'm talking about? Uh huh. All right, so this one is a little interesting. Oh, wow, update, update. So uh, live updates here on on uh, Wade's World's Fantasy Football Podcast. Jacksonville Crackers is sitting at 22.5 points. Just minutes ago, they were at 24.5 points. I am assuming, I haven't clicked into anything yet, but I am assuming their defense, the defense lost a couple points, although they had gained a few points early on. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what happened there. Um, so they could be on a downward spiral here. Well, most of the time that's the way it works, right, with the defense. You start at 10, and then you just hope that they can they end the day positive. Like that's- right, right. <laughs> Don't lose me the matchup, right? <laughs> right, right. Um, so, kind of, you know, this is a live update, obviously, as the game, Thursday night game is going. Juju sitting at 7-6. Jacksonville Crackers, of course, 7-6. They were one of the 6-6. Six and six, Both were the 6-6 six and six teams last week. That one, um, sending them into the playoff matchups. Projected score for Juju is 101. He's had no one. He's not playing anyone this today. Jacksonville Crackers has two people playing today: defense and a running back, Acres, and of course uh, their their defense, the Rams. Um, he has a total of 22 and a half points so far at about half, yeah halftime exactly. So. Pretty interesting, great, I would say great start for Jacksonville Crackers. Um, not something, I, I, I don't think, if I'm if I'm Jacksonville Crackers, I think I'm in a great position. Yeah. Half time, Thursday night, 22 and a half points, are you kidding me? I'm taking that. 
Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I think Acres. I think there was like one carry he had uh, in the first quarter, like on the first drive, that was pretty big. And so, you know, taking 89 yards in at halftime, especially in a league that awards bonuses for, for crossing the 100-yard mark, uh, you know, I mean, that's that's just right around the corner. So you can – my guess is, is Akers is probably going to get at least another four or five pretty easily. Um, yeah. So if you can get, you know, 15, 16 points from Cam Akers, I mean, that's, that's pretty solid. I agree, yeah. So from there were – I – I'm going to have to say I'm leaning towards Jacksonville Crackers. We kind of touched on it a little bit with last week's um, matchups, you know, overview. Uh, But with giving him the 22 and a half points, uh, maybe I would have thought, okay, if he's got at this point, if he's got with the defense going, if he's at 15, you know, that's probably normal. But 22 and a half, that seven and a half points can be that can be the deciding factor really in a game this close. Um, that I, I'm giving it to, to Jacksonville Crackers here. I, I think you know uh, he has Hill going against Philly. Uh, Philly's not that good. We know that. Um, you know, so he's got. And Hill was not your traditional quarterback. No, but. Can he put up 15 points, 20 points? Yeah, that's probably all he needs to do. Um, Rodgers is on the other side with Juju, but Adams, but Adam, Adam, it's got Adams. <laughs> Adams got Adams. Yeah, like, like, you, and that's a, that's a favorite there, um, you know, for Rodgers. So yeah, and I if everything just, goes to Adams, then. Then Crotch is going to outscore him anyway. Outscore him anyway, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I just, I don't, I just don't. I think there's too many things going. Guess Gurley had a shit week last week. Um, I, I, you know, he's. I just don't see him pulling his weight there. Evans, you never know. Yeah. Uh, with everything going on in Tampa, like there's a lot of options for Brady. Um, now, Kelsey's I, solid as hell, though. I mean, Jesus. I mean, you're yeah. going to get double digits. Speaking, speaking of Kelsey, too, so I read today that the two teams that are on the, the – the two guys that are on the most playoff teams that made it uh, is Kelsey and then uh, James Robinson. So mm. both of those make perfect sense uh, because yeah. the, the tight end position, for the most part, is, is pretty shitty overall. Shitty. And so you get the tight end who's consistently getting you 15 to 20 points a week. And then on the flip side with Robinson, it's basically the guy who went undrafted and he's a top five running back. So both of those make perfect sense of why they would be on the most on the most playoff teams. Well, that's it. You get them late in the dra- your drafts and then... Um, well, you're not getting Kelsey late in the draft. I mean, he was probably... Anymore. You Not know what? Year. Early, early second round ish, somewhere oh, around in yeah. that neighborhood. I have, I have him in a in another league. He's like, he's better than a wide receiver. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And so, and the fact that he's on average outscoring anybody else at that position by five to seven points a week, a, you know, that's essentially spotting you five to seven points in one position against whoever you're playing with. Yeah. No, I I, I hear you. You know, so that I mean that's it, but. I just I don't think the the issue there is he's not going to put up thirty points. 
and yeah. and and Zeke is questionable. He's got he's a little bit banged up. Um, the one thing the one thing that might work out for Juju is the fact that he does have McKissick on on his bench. Uh, uh-huh. And as of right now, it looks like Gibson is not going to play. And so there is the upside potential that he has with McKissick on his bench. Um, so I don't know what his ceiling is, um, but he's going to be better than probably anybody else that he'll have for his flex spot. Mm-hmm. So he, so he, there, so there is a little potential upside, but but I don't. I mean, again, looking at Crotch's team, you know, with with Adams and Jefferson, and I mean, even Julio. Like, I'm not a believer in Julio, especially at this point. Um, you know, I, I mean, I don't, I don't see Crotch again. Similar to my situation, if if Crotch loses by or if Crotch wins by less than double digits, I I would be surprised. Uh, yeah, I mean, and Julio's averaging uh, twelve, a little over twelve points in a year, and, and from a wide receiver, that's that's a good spot. You know, if you can get twelve points, especially out of an old guy. Yeah, but think about though where he was drafted. I mean, I know, I believe Julio was drafted in the what the probably early, really early third round at what? Yeah, because Adam had first pick, so he took McCaffrey. And then he took Devonte Adams and Julio at at two and three, but he's missed he's missed three games, and he had one game of two points, one game of three points, one game of three and a half, and then a couple other ones that were like nine, nine and a half around in that neighborhood. But he's only scored three touchdowns too, you know. So, right, right. for 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 a third early third round pick, I mean that's not great. <laughs> Well, I would, I, I would, say, I agree with you, but I will tell you this: I would, I would take a third round pick, averaging twelve points, averaging just over twelve points, if it was every week twelve points. But remember, if though, could, one of those was his two touchdown week against Minnesota, 30, which was thirty, right, right, right. So, so you have some it, some skews. You know that are that are kind of in there, which which actually one of the things that that uh, if you remove that, if you remove that, that that actually might average them out. If you remove that, take the rest, that actually might average them out more like nine, probably even a little bit lower. But one, and one of the things too that that ESPN actually does that's that's pretty helpful. They have their their boomed and bust, so you can look at a player and it tells you. You know the standard deviations as far as what their projected points were uh, within twenty five ish percentage points, and so he's busted three times and he's only boomed twice, and so it really yeah. kind of shows you that when we give you twelve points as his thing, there's a you know there's a more likely chance that he's going to score twenty five percent less than twenty five percent more. Yeah, no, and that that is true. Um, that's a that's a good breakdown there. Uh, I still that's why they pay me the big bucks. Yeah, that's why it's. But you know, I he's old too, so you know if you're if if you want to if you're going to um, draft a large guy like that, you know the likelihood of injury is higher. Too, I think, um, but anyway, I, I give it to Jacksonville practice here. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. 
So so if I'm if I'm looking at this right, sorry, yeah. Amy and Amy and James just just walked in, so you Are probably. You guys doing no. a podcast or what? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> podcast. Oh. Uh, so if if I if so if I'm thinking about this the correct way, we have we both of us have short bus all stars and Jacksonville Crackers moving on. So what that will do is is next week that'll be. Washington Moonshiners versus Jacksonville Crackers, and then that'll be Papa Fong P squared against Short Bus All Stars. That's the way I have it. Um, all right, let, hold on. Let me uh, let me take a second here. That I'm going to grab a, a quick beverage. I'm going to go ahead and pour myself one as well. For all the listeners out there, we've got a sponsor. It's a Peg Leg Porker, eight year. That's a uh, Tennessee straight bourbon whiskey, and we are we are drinking that neat tonight. It'll put a little bit of hair on your chest. They've got a they've got a an eight year, and then I think. I think a 14 or a 15 year peg leg porker and I think the 15 year or whatever it is maybe it's a 14 but it's a a little out of my price range. So we're going to we're we're going to stick to drinking the 8 year. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's nice. I actually had the guy at the liquor store ask me if uh if yeah, whenever you're not talking to me, are you? I'm I'm talking to the listening audience. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm describing the uh, I'm describing the bourbon that I'm drinking tonight, which is peg leg oh. porker, oh, and uh, continue. yeah, yeah, and when and when I was at the liquor store and I and the guy and the, the the guy there was like, oh, have you had it before? And I was like, well, I had the the standard peg leg porker, not the eight year. And then he's like, oh man, they got like a I can't remember if he said a fourteen or a fifteen year, and that one's like two hundred dollars a bottle or whatever it is, and he's like. Yeah, whenever you're drinking it, you know, do you do you taste any of the pork in there? And I'm like, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't taste any like bacon or pork or anything like that. And he's like, oh yeah, man. He's like, oh, it tasted like this and tasted like this. And I'm like, I just want to check out because I, I don't know if if my bourbon ever tasted like bacon before. <laughs> I think it's time for me to leave. <laughs> Dude, I just. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't think so. So, I heard you laughing to yourself <laughs> from across the room. Hey, you know, I'm. It's it's a little warm in here. I'm drinking. We're we're going neat with this one. Oh yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, you were offline when I told the audience that you're going to end up deleting anyway. But I uh, told the audience I had a tangerine. Oh boy, maybe I'll leave that in there. <laughs> yeah, we do that. Let the listening audience know what we have to deal with. <laughs> so yeah, so you uh, so something about a tangerine beer, right? I had a you know at this local uh, winery and brewery farm. Yeah, I knew uh, that part. And uh, they this brewer who he he brews. Four, oh, just 45 gallons at a time. Yes, small time brewer. Um, 
make this fantastic tangerine beer. Um, he had he had eight beers on tap, though all of them were great. But um, the tangerine beer really stood out. No, that's great. It, yeah, I, I love I love not, having some some fancy obscure kind of random taste and kind of stuff and and something like a tangerine beer like that especially if it's nice and crisp if it's if it's hot you know if it's a nice like day you know i mean it's you know it it hits the spot i remember there was a place that we went to in seattle i think it was called i think it was called bad jimmy's was the brewery and uh they had um they had a cucumber lager and uh, the, the obviously the inspiration for it was like when you go to a hotel and you go to to get water and they have like the fruit and the yeah. and you know and that kind of thing, and it was one of those things where the alcohol content was relatively low. I want to say it was like four point two, four point three, um, but like it was one of those things where you get whenever you're done, you know, and you're and you're hot and you're going inside and you just want something. It was it was so refreshing and crisp and it had like a really nice. I mean, it was one of those things where you're like. I could drink a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, actually, the, the tangerine one it was a six percent. You know, so it's decent there, and it, it, it's just sort of did a really good job with it. Um, Is it like a shandy? Or like what? Like no, 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 nothing, nothing like that. Um, I can't remember though. It would probably be it, just like an ale. Oh, okay. All right. Is it yeah. is the is it real tangerine forward or is it more of kind of like the aftertaste? I would say it's a, it's not it's not an overwhelming. Okay, because I know you're more of a bush latte drinker, so. Yeah, you know I get my bush latte. Oh, <laughs> yes. uh, though it's not it's not the aftertaste, so it's probably more forward, but it's not an overwhelming tangerine. Gotcha. Either. I would have a hard time drinking it if it was real if it was real overwhelming. Yeah, no, it's it's not that, but you do get the sense of a citrus, um, but not that. Not that blue moon crap, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. This is well, like I know Amy is... likes the uh, what is it? The Line and Kugel's the summer shandy, uh, and it, I mean that tastes like a lemonade. And I'm like, I if I'm gonna have lemonade, is, you know, I'm not. This gonna... is not a shandy. This is not a shandy. Right, yeah. but it's but that's this a very is... fruit citrus forward, you know, beer. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. But nothing, nothing like that. No, yeah, this is really good. It's actually not far from. Uh, from Jack Cadden. Oh, okay. Uh, in Asheville. Well, I'm Asheville. sure he really appreciates you guys swinging by and saying hi. Oh, our plan was to swing by and say and say hi to uh, Jack Cadden. Oh, but did he did he ban you guys like he banned me where where I wasn't allowed to actually go but see him? COVID is on the spike, um, and we 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 it was a mutual decision not to meet up. Um, but we were all very, very sad about it. So yeah, we, we, uh, I sent him a picture today along with Jess on the text, uh, passing the Asheville downtown exit saying, I just can't believe we're, we're passing this, not seeing you guys. We miss you guys. And, uh, you know, that was, uh, it was something we were all sad about, but as you know, COVID is on the spot. On the spike. On the spike. Let's see here. All right. So let's see. So for next week, then, 
We've got Jacksonville Crackers versus Washington Moonshiners. And then we've got Papa Fong versus Short Bus All-Stars. So what do you think in here? Well, or do you want me to go first? I think, uh, I, I mean, I, you can go first, but I, I can tell you what, what, what strikes me right out of the gates here. And then I'll let you go. And then I can follow up if need be. The obvious one to me um, of the matchups is Washington Moonshiners versus Jacksonville Crackers. Washington Moonshiners is heavily, heavily favored in this one. We did talk about Jacksonville Crackers uh, taking, you know, rolling through and 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 is is hot right now and that's critical in the playoff time we'll have to see how he does this week to really understand his chances going into next week um but i gotta give it to washington moonshiners here uh the the point differential on on what they do on an average is is pretty substantial Papa Fong versus Short Plus All Stars. That's actually very close. Um, interestingly enough, because I know everyone pays attention to this, points four for Papa Fong. Oh my God! All right, I'm leaving. Fourteen hundred and fifty-five. Where Short Plus All Stars is fourteen hundred and fifty-nine. Danny, you haven't seen a lineup like that that closely within four points after an entire season ever before in your life. Um, you know, that's a well-matched, even, you know, even team. So even teams there. So that that's the game to, to keep an eye on here. Is that, a, is that a prediction? No, it wasn't a prediction. I'm saying it's a coin flip. Oh, well, so then what's your prediction? Because we need to know what you think as far as the championship goes. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, so for me on this, um, mm, mm, I'm gonna let you go first, and then I'll, I'll I'll put I'll put some thought into it. All right, I so so I think I agree with you on the Washington Moonshiners versus Jacksonville Crackers, but mm. I do think that Jacksonville Crackers has the wild card, which is McCaffrey. And so I think if McCaffrey, the problem with McCaffrey at this point, like this week, I guess he had like a hamstring kind of tighten up. And so apparently he's automatically doubtful. Um, So I don't know if there's other stuff going on with him uh, as far as whether or not he's going to play. But if he if he does happen to come back next week, um, he's going up against Green Bay, who has not been strong against the run. And assuming he plays, he's 100 percent that's who the offense goes through right so so I, I could see McCaffrey especially if Green Bay is scoring points um, I could see McCaffrey having a huge day if if not Adam is gonna need to do what he does best which is make good management decisions as far as who he's gonna start because there's also a good chance that he loses Taysom Hill in week 15 as well because Drew Brees might be back Right. In which right. case, he's got Matthew Stafford on the bench who's going up against Tennessee, relatively weak against quarterbacks. So Adam is kind of already playing 4D chess here as far as looking looking ahead. 
but he's going to need some pieces to fall into place if he's going to beat the Moonshiners, who basically kind of has like a set it and forget it kind of team. Steady Eddie, yep. Yeah, you know, I mean, every every single player basically in his starting lineup is a top 10 at their position. And Mm -hmm. like, like I mentioned to you before... He's got James Robinson, who is besides Kelsey, is on the num the top number of teams that made it to the playoffs, which gives him Chris Carson, James Robinson as his running backs. I mean, right now he's he's got DeAndre Hopkins in his flex, which is an unbelievable position to be in. So, so again, to, if if Adam, I, I agree with you. If Adam has a shot, he's going to need a few things to fall into place. Jack's team is basically set it and forget it at, at this point. Yeah, I, I I hear you on that. And my concern for Adam is when you have that many moving parts, and you kind of have to get so from a coaching standpoint, from a management standpoint. You have to make the right decision in every decision, in every right. position. And you, like you mentioned, he has a few moving parts, not maybe so much this week coming here, but the following week. And even if it's only three players, you know, three different positions he has choices for, that means he has to hit three for three, I think, right. to, to have a chance there. And the likelihood of doing that in fantasy football is so slim. He does have a chance, but if I'm, you're asking me who do I pick? Well, it's going to be Washington Moonshine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think, and then on the flip side of it too, the the Papa Fong P squared Super Team versus Short Bus All Stars. I think it's kind of similar. Um, I know Russell Wilson has had. Uh, a few down weeks over the last few weeks. And I know mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett has kind of moved into the, the, the second wide receiver behind DK Metcalf. But I think what's going to help Russell Wilson a lot is actually having Chris Carson back. And so I could see him having a bounce back week. Um, the only thing about it is, is that they're going up against the Washington football team, whichever, whatever, whatever their fucking name is, uh, you know, who have actually been decent as far as against the pass. Uh, but I think similar to Jack, I think Papa Fong has enough set it and forget it players to where, where, where Scott is going to need some pieces to fall into place. Uh, to be able to to be able to pull off the win. Yeah, interesting. Okay, I I I, I put it a little bit more simpler, but uh, I I get what you're saying. I think I think for me it's well, Papa Fong certainly has been more consistent in scoring than Short Bus All Stars has. You know, even I guess. I guess to say Papa Funk's floor is lower than Short Bus All-Stars. Yeah, I can um, see that. You know, statistically it's there. Um, I, so I think that just simplifies and, and, and helps the audience understand kind of where we're coming from. I agree with you there. I But I, I think, I'm telling you, I would put this one at a coin flip when you put... Short bus all stars versus Papa Fong. 
you know, what, you know, where is it going to land? I, I think it could go either way, um, honestly, on this. And do you actually, do you know, have they played, what, what has their results been this, this year? As in, like, against each other? Uh, that's a good question. Let's see here. The hell was that? What was what? Oh, you didn't hear any noise? I said, no, I said, do, I said, do you have on you, do you have what the results are? Well, they would have only have played, they would have only have played once because it would have been One, interleague yeah. play. And, and because I know short bus all-stars division is a lot weaker. I'm pretty sure that Papa Fong won, but I will double check. Cause I might be putting my foot in my mouth. <laughs> well there nope i i definitely put my foot in my mouth scott scored 103 and papa fong now again this was before he was super team right so so papa fong put up 67 points in that matchup oh wow i didn't know he went that low this year yeah and so that was when so chubb was hurt at that time okay. uh and russell wilson tyler lockett were both on a bye Ooh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, so despite the fact that he lost by a pretty significant margin last go around, there was right. there was a lot of drivers that really kind of played into that. Yeah, that we can't really use that as a base, there, right? As a as a predictive, right? Yeah. So I, I'm 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 probably favoring here Papa Fong. I think though, short plus all stars is right there and um uh, just as a coin flip uh, i'll i'll pick short bus all-stars here he won before i'll find a way oh man see i'm going papa fong on that one okay okay i thought you might i thought you might um i i think it's extremely close here yeah um so then what would that put us at here for you what would that put us at at the, the final the, the the championship so i've got papa fong versus you i mean you know who right and and, and yeah the, and, and the my spoken name yeah and in my championship <laughs> please tell me papa fong wins the whole thing i don't i don't have i don't have papa fong winning the whole thing Ooh, really yeah Wow, and and I'll and I'll explain why when when so you have watched you have watched the Moonshiners versus Short Bus All Stars, right? I I do, I do. <clears throat> All right, so you got so you so you want to you want to go into yours a little bit first, or are you want me to start? So no, I can start because I got a wild card here. Okay, I love wild cards. If it helps Jack lose, I love wild cards. So I think. I think it'll be Washington Moonshiners versus Short Bus All Stars, or Wild Card. Separately from that, is Jacksonville Crackers wins the whole thing. <laughs> but that wasn't I, your prediction. I know, but now that we're here, I'm thinking this is how it happens. Right, this is how a seven and sixteen wins. They just get super hot. 
going into the playoffs, and every week they get hotter and hotter. And Jacksonville Crackers has the they have the recipe to do it. But you just predicted so, him to lose. I did, didn't I? <laughs> right. But so how does so that, that work? Let me tell you. I am. That's what I'm saying. That's a separate thing. <laughs> I I think if my conservative route would be Washington Moonshiners versus Short Bus All Stars. Okay. But I'm throwing a little 10% chance out there. Maybe I'd even call it 15 to 20% chance out there that Jacksonville Crackers throws a curveball to everyone and wins the whole thing. You know, I've got a wild card too. Untouchables 6 and 7 is 1 and 0 <laughs> winning the championship from 6 and 7 and the wild card is he's going to do it again. <laughs> I hate it. if we get another <laughs> If we get another one of these trophies between the two of us, we live on forever. Oh this man, podcast, yeah. This podcast is just and Jack right. is never invited back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think yeah, I think Jacksonville Crackers just got a wild if, shot. Here. You are right. If if one of the underdogs is going to win it, it it would be it would be his team. I would agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so you're right. I, I I'd throw some money on Jacksonville Crackers. All right, how much you want to th- how much you want to throw on it? No, I'm talking about like from an odds perspective. <laughs> oh well, how about how about twenty bucks and I'll give you three to one. Oh really? Yeah. I was thinking more like five to one. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Deal. You so you're saying I bet you twenty bucks if he wins it I get a hundred bucks. Yep. I'm down to do that. All right. There you go. All right. So now, new prediction. Jacksonville Crackers <laughs> wins the whole thing. And if, uh, if he wins the next two weeks, I'm deleting this entire piece, and there is no oh. record at all of... Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, no, I, I, I think that's worth a five-to-one bet there. That would be something I would, I, I you know, I could see at this point doing. Um, he, if, like you said, if he's if he's got the team to do it um, from one of the underdogs. But in all in, in all seriousness, if we want to look at it, what was the most likely event to happen? I think it is Washington Moonshiners versus Papa Fong. Uh, but but I I do think that Short Bus All Stars. Has got a good shot. I think it's Washington Moonshiners. Finally, I do think it'll be Washington Moonshiners for first short bus all stars. However, I I just I don't see anyone overcoming the Washington Moonshiners um, as my as my final prediction. But our bet still stands. So so then my question is: Should I be pulling for Jack so I win twenty bucks, or should I be pulling for anyone else? Even though it might cost me a hundred bucks, a hundred bucks is a small price to pay to keep this podcast going. <laughs> but I pay for that too. <laughs> I thought the league pays for it. Yeah, well, I mean, I haven't gotten any money from the quote unquote the league. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I don't know. I'll talk to Jack. It's not that. It's not honestly. It's not that big of a deal. It's like it's like fifteen bucks for like four months or whatever. But we'll we'll figure it out. Either either way, either way, I'm trying to think about what I'm going to spend my twenty bucks on. Well, I know what I'm going to spend my hundred bucks on. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, you're buying me something. 
What do you mean? Some tangerine beer. Can you buy me some tangerine beer at least? Doesn't ship well. They don't bother. <laughs> they don't bother here. I literally Son of a like bitch. Saran wrap a glass. So so anyway, so so my my thought there is is I've got I've got the Moonshiners beating Papa Fong in the championship, and I think a lot of it's going to come down to one thing, and it's so the we fact. Both have Washington Moonshiners. Winning it all, yep. And and for me, it's the fact that Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett, his whole stack, is playing against the Rams in Week 16, who have a, a really good secondary. And, and they have not been scoring a ton of points recently, right? And so and so they didn't do so well the last time they played, which I think was like two weeks ago. Um, and so it, uh, like the, the Rams defense actually got 12 points and they gave up zero touchdowns to Russell Wilson a few weeks ago. And so it, it, when you talk about matchups, I think a lot of it comes down to matchups. And so the fact that I think Papa Fong actually has a better team from top to bottom than Washington Moonshiners, I think, I think his matchups is, is what's going to hurt him in, in the championship week. So that's why I've got to go the, the 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 commissioner. Oh, God, that hurts to say. That, uh, <laughs> that really hurts. We both, we uh, both have him winning this whole thing, except for our little side bet. Here. Yeah, maybe we, we got lucky and we cursed him. Maybe we'll curse him. <laughs> I, hope, I hope we did. I, I hope did. we did. Um, I, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't I, – so, some things are going to have to line up here for – for the other teams, right, to, to overcome, um, that that were not as obvious, right? A little bit of luck, maybe, perhaps, what we would call it. But um, the issue you have is the floor for Washington Moonshiners is is still high. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the killer thing. I mean, that's it's 110, it. right? Like, if, if, if you're not going to score at least 110, you're probably not going to beat it. No shot. No shot. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, you could score 118 and be like, oh, I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yep. So I just, I, I think, um, oh, I think this could be the last episode of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it is. There is a good chance. There is a good chance that this is the last episode. Hey, but you know what? Whoever wants to pick up the show from here on out, I'll, I'll tune in. I'll tune in every week. <laughs> yeah, it'd, be a, it, it'd be a joy for me. Uh, yeah, I'll be. I, it would be a joy for me to be able to go to bed on time. Until now, what happens if one of us wins? If Jack, so let's say Jack wins his second, right? And then one of us, either you or me, win our third, then we would bring it back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Especially if Jack, like, doesn't even make the playoffs. If he doesn't even make the playoffs, then I think we come back. Then we come back. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there's a... I think I quit... I think if something happens and Jack wins three in a row, I think I I quit the league. Just completely. Because then at that point in time, the stars are just not... I... Yeah, can assure you, I'm throwing my. Yeah, I, I may, I may never play fantasy football again if Jack won three in a row. <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be the most incredible thing. I would write about that. I wouldn't. 
I'd drink and a lot, and then I would just pretend like fantasy football never existed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could go that. You could go that route too. All right. Well, anything, uh, anything to go out on, Wade? This might be the last show of the year. Merry Christmas, everyone. Go Jacksonville Crackers. <laughs> All right. Go anyone else but Jacksonville Crackers and Washington Moonshiners. <laughs> All righty. I love it. I love it. All right, buddy. It's always, always fun. Yep. Well, until, until next year. All right. See you.